I am very picky about candles. I keep them burning around my house all the time. So many home fragrances smell very unnatural, super sweet, chemically, and just smell like the part of the mall you cannot wait to escape. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and toxicity in our air, I am even more picky. That's why I am so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth friendly option without giving up high quality fragrance that actually seems amazing. The candle industry has major problems. Almost 2 million candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. Yes, that's right. 1 million. Absolutely insane. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again, again, and again so you don't become a part of the problem. It is so easy to use, guys. The candles are made up with fragrance wax beads so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar fill it up with the wax beads enjoy your fragrance up to 36 hours and then just do it all over again when you're ready for a new one you don't have to settle for less than exciting fragrances with notes either in fact their collection of 13 amazing fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in south carolina and they are to die for y'all i have one burning recently and i have been loving burning the santel and atlas cedar scent it's woodsy, calming, smells just like some of the bougiest fragrances on the market. I love it. They have so many other ones like oat milk and balls and berry, vanilla and pepperwood, and so many. I love them all. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash healthy. Right now, Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code HEALTHY. Just use code HEALTHY when placing an order. That's code HEALTHY at notescandle.com slash healthy. So podcasts have really popped off in the last couple of years, and I feel like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Janine, how do I start a podcast? And I'm here to help you out today. So if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, because I absolutely love podcasting. I think it is so fun and I think everybody should do it. So if you guys are interested in starting one, Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super, super easily. And even on the platform as well, they will distribute it everywhere for you. And then you can even earn money, which is so cool. It's all in one place and it's completely for free. It is called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. So Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts literally right from your phone or your computer. It's super, super easy. So no matter what y'all setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. So don't feel like you have to have it all together to start when you can start today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. Also, what is so great is if you do want to have a video feature, video podcasts are available on Spotify and I have that on mine and I think it's just so fun and engaging for my audience to be able to see me on Spotify as well. So with Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. So definitely check that out. And here is the best of all point of this. It is completely 
completely free with no catch. So ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just feel like it has been so engaging. I feel like I'm loving the options that po- that Spotify is giving me with Q and A's and polls and even having video. So I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys are going to love this. If you've been wanting to start it, this is your sign. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, Happy Tuesday, if you're listening on a Tuesday. Um, If you don't know, we drop these every single Tuesday. So, um, yeah, it's exciting to be back with you guys. I always am filming on a Thursday, so heads up. Thursdays are some of my favorites because that's when you're like, ooh, the weekend's coming. And I'm not like a live for the weekend kind of gal, but I do love my weekends. I really, really do. The weeks can be good too, but it's a lot of work and a lot of, you know, doing the things that I'm telling you guys in today's podcast. Um, And I get a little burnt out and a little tired. And so it is nice to be able just to sleep in more on the weekends and see friends and travel and do whatever. But I'm a little tired today, not going to lie. I just had my second cup of coffee, which is probably a problem. It's only 3 o'clock. I did do this uh, thing on my Instagram recently where I had you guys comment all your Starbucks orders, and I've been trying them out periodically throughout the week. It's been kind of fun, and you guys have sent some really good recommendations so far, so uh, feel free to keep commenting those or check out other people's recommendations on that Instagram post. It's a picture of me in the car with Starbucks. Check that out if you guys are interested. And if you guys are watching the YouTube video, you can see that fall has fall has sprung in my office. I'm wearing a knit sweater. I have a fall candle over here to my left. I have a little pumpkin, some decor, and some fall clothing. I can't be stopped, and I refuse to stop. It's also September 15th. Like, I'm allowed to decorate for fall. So I haven't fully decorated, but I will be doing a YouTube video on my channel soon of decorating and shopping with you guys for that and just looking at my other decor that I already have. But as I've said before, this is my season. I thrive. And so I've been loving it. It's actually been getting a little bit cooler in Dallas, which cool to us is like 80s, 90s. And I will take it. I went on a walk the other day and it was beautiful outside. So now I'm like, I want to go on a walk again today. And then uh, before we also get into today's episode, two more things. One, we are about sold out on the Happy and Healthy Totes. That was the only thing that I restocked because that was the number one thing that was in demand, which was really exciting. So we do have just a couple left. So whenever you are listening to this, I'm not sure when or how many will be left, but Definitely check out the link down below to shop the merch or go to janineamapola.com under the Happy and Healthy tab. Check that out. And before we get into today's episode, I wanted just to play again a voice memo from a listener. I love getting these from you guys. I love listening to them. So we have one today from Victoria. So here we go. Hi, Janine. It's Victoria. I'm from Houston. And I just finished listening to your episode of How to Not Feel Behind um, when compared to others and the Lord has been dealing with me since with that since July late July I went to a youth conference here in Houston and um, the Lord used someone to speak into my life and God literally told me to stop rushing because 
I have been trying to rush out of the season that he wants me to be in right now. And it's a season of waiting. It's a season of growing. It's a season of, you know, basically a lot of what you said in that podcast episode. And I'm just so grateful because everything struck a chord and was in the same wavelength of what God has been telling me. So thank you so much. And I definitely am sharing this with so many, so many of the girls I know. All right. Thank you so much, Victoria, for submitting that. That's an encouragement to hear that the episodes have been helping. I understand waiting is not fun, but it is also so important. And in a, as a Christian, it's biblical to have to wait sometimes and just trust the Lord. And so definitely check out those episodes of just how to wait well and uh, what to do when you're feeling when you feel like you're falling behind. But anyway, now on to today's episode. This has been quite the intro Um, I'm really excited for today's episode because I feel like I get questions all the time about just my routine and my life and habits and how I work out and healthy food and recipes and all the things. And people constantly ask me on my Instagram just to share more of my lifestyle. Like I literally just posted on my Instagram today um, asking you guys what you want. And a lot of the comments or just recommendations were just showing more of my lifestyle, my workouts, my food things that I do just to stay productive and stuff like that. And so I actually made a full-on YouTube video kind of about this. And I realized that I didn't really go into depth as much as I would like to on, excuse me, on each one. And so today's episode is just going to be happy and healthy habits. So things that I do to stay happy and healthy, like what are some practical things that I do to stay happy and healthy? I'm going to be going through about a list of 11 things that I do to stay happy and healthy. These are daily habits, routines, things that are now just part of my life. And I almost don't even think about them anymore because they are so ingrained in my brain and part of my daily routine that it just seems normal to me. And so I want to give you guys some tips on habits, kind of how to keep them, give you guys some just recommendations, some pointers and some things that I do and just kind of go more in depth to basically live a better, happier and healthier lifestyle. I mean, that is the goal of this podcast is to help you guys do that. And so um, hopefully you guys will enjoy today's episode. I'll just be kind of going through this list. Before I fully go into my list, I do really recommend you guys to check out the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear or check out my podcast Healthy Habits or Create Habits That Last. I gave kind of a summary of the book in that podcast and I think that'll be really, really helpful. But I really do recommend you guys check that out because that talks about how to create the habits and then I'm going to be talking about my personal habits. So hope you guys will check that out. Let's just get right into today's episode and sorry for the super long intro. Okay, let's just get right into it. So I first want to just preface that I am not perfect. I do not do these perfectly. I don't do these well when I travel. I definitely have a lot of ebbs and flow within my routine and my day-to-day. For the most part, I really do want to keep a routine. I love a routine. I am big on routines. I find myself, as I've gotten older, I'm 28. um, As I've gotten older, I've noticed that I love a good routine. I like to wake up at a certain time. I want to be in bed at a certain time. I want to eat a certain thing. I want to feel good. I want to be well hydrated, well slept. I want to be constantly learning and growing. And those are just some things that I like. And so I'll be reading some of these habits to you guys. 
but it did not happen overnight. Uh, this happened through, you know, time after time of habits after habits of trying harder, maybe failing, trying again, failing again, and trying and trying and trying, and then finally getting a routine down. It did not come overnight. So just know that if you are comparing your one day or your one week to someone else's five years, that's almost not fair because it's taken them five years or they've already been doing that for five years and you you might have just been starting. And so just know that I have been pretty consistent with this routine for a good while now. And I am always trying to create new habits, but it is hard to create new habits. That's why I do recommend the um, Atomic Habits book by James Clear to learn how to create habits that last. So success, there's this quote that I wrote. Um, success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day, while failure is simply a few errors in judgment repeated every day. 1% improvement adds up surprisingly fast. Oh, so do 1% declines. So basically, you know, the more that you do these habits, the more that you try, the more that you put in effort, even if it's 1%, that's still a 365% increase at the end of the year if you stick to it every single day. And there might be, you know, a day where you fall off. But again, it's talking about, you know, so do 1% declines. If you continue to decline 1%, then you're negatively going into the negatives, of course, and you might have a 365 negative percent decline. So, you have the power to choose which percentage do I want? Do I want an increase? Do I want a decrease? Am I going to stick to this? So um, again, check out the podcast where I talked all about these, but I'm just going to be kind of going through my habits of things that I do and kind of just giving you guys why I do that and how I stick to that. Okay. So number one is I, when I wake up, I make my bed every single day. I do let myself scroll a little bit on my phone, but I try not to let myself scroll for too long. There is a point where I'm like, okay, I need to get out of bed. I always backtrack from the second that I wake up to when I know I need to leave for the gym or for my workout, how much time I have in between. So I have that pretty much down to a science where it's like, I know how much it takes to make coffee, to make food, to journal, to read, and then to get ready to do my moisturizer, my skincare, find an outfit and drive to the gym. So honestly, that takes me about an hour and... I know that I need to wake up about an hour and a half before going to my workout. So I'll lie in bed for a good 10 minutes, 20 minutes, sometimes 30. And then that's when I know, okay, I need to get out of bed. And then I do my morning routine. When I get out of bed, I don't even think twice. I immediately make my bed because if I don't make it right then and there, it ain't getting done. I'll tell you that. So there is a, a study that I found. It says one study found that 62% of non-bed makers admit that they are unhappy in their lives, while 71% of bed makers say they are happy. According to the National Sleep Foundation survey, a made bed contributes to healthier sleep habits and better rest. Now, I guess that was a, a statistic. I don't know how, how uh, accurate that is, but we're going to put that in there. And then another one is studies show that the that in addition to increased productivity, bed makers enjoy lower stress levels, improved moods, and tidier homes. I would agree. I really do see a correlation of my room being clean and my bed uh, being made to increase productivity, increase happiness, increase or lower stress. Um, and I can just think clear. When I walk into my room and I see my bed is unmade and my clothes is everywhere and it's messy, I just don't like that. So I just try to every single day put things away, make my bed, put clothes away. Um, I might let my clothes lay out for like a day or two, but eventually it's like it's got to go. So that is a habit I have created. I just try not to let things sit out in my room for too long. 
And so I'm not sure what that would take for you to do that. If that's just creating the rule of like when I wake up, I'm putting away one piece of clothing. Again, habit stacking, which I'll talk about. Um, you just got to correlate them somehow to where you want to pair them together. But I make my bed every single morning and I absolutely love it and I need it. And I just don't even think twice about it anymore. Another habit that I do is I make sure to carve out time to read and journal daily. Now, like I said, I am not perfect at this this morning. I actually was very late and I was rushing around. I woke up later than I would have liked to. So I did not get to read and journal this morning. However, I have created a habit again as well that if it's not done in the morning time, I will always do it in before bed. And that's again another habit that James Clear talks about. It's called an if-then statement. So basically, if I don't do it in the morning, then I will do it at nighttime. So you already decide, you pre-decide ahead of time when are you going to create that habit. So in the morning, after I make my bed, I you know get my robe on, I get my, I get my coffee, I get my food, I get my cup of water. Then I will go and sit down and I will journal and read a chapter in the Bible or two chapters in the Bible. I just think it's so, so, so important to start your day off with the Word of God. I am a Christian. I am a firm believer in this. I love the Word of God. Um, And so maybe, again, you're like, okay, I've tried. This is hard. I don't really know how to do it. Start small. That's everything that James Clear talks about is starting small. Again, it's a small increase that leads to something massive down the road. I always talk about this, that it's not about drastically being like, I'm going to read the Bible in one year, but versus like, how can I at least just finish a book in the Bible at least this year? But just a pretty small thing to do, but start with something small. And then once you do that, then you can start increasing more. And so I usually pick a book in the Bible. So right now I'm going through the book of Matthew and I read a chapter a day. And um, if that seems like too much to you, then read a verse a day, read five verses a day, whatever it takes for you to start. And if you don't understand it, just some other apps that you guys can check out are Enduring Word, Verse by Verse, The Bible Project, and then there's one more. Let me check that out. Um, It's called Blue Letter Bible App. And then there's also one called Read Scripture. There's actually quite a bit. So Again, that is Enduring Word, Blue Letter Bible app, um, Read Scripture, Verse by Verse. I like those a lot. Verse by Verse has actually been really helpful for me lately because it literally just explains to you what you're reading. So you'll go to the chapter you're reading in the verse, and then it'll just kind of give you commentary on that, which I think is amazing. And this podcast is sponsored by Thrive Market. Guys, we're big Thrive Market people because at the end of the day, time is money, and being healthy to us in 2024 is so essential to our well-being, I'm running a marathon. Janine is launching a book, which is so crazy. Uh, So we have meetings after meetings and time is money. So that's why we use Thrive Market. It's our go-to for all of our grocery and household essentials. And getting everything online then quickly shipped to our doorstep is just such a huge time saver. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time. They even have my favorite freaking protein bars, uh, New Go Chocolate Pretzel. I eat them before every single workout, save over 30% each order. So when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash healthy for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash healthy thrivemarket.com slash healthy back to the show. 
So I just think it's so important to start your day off with the word of God, to, to just fix your mind on that, meditate on that, ask the Lord to speak to you. Um, that is just so crucial for me in my walk with Jesus. And I think that's important for every Christian. And if you're trying to discover your faith and you're trying to understand who is Jesus, I recommend just sitting down with him in the morning and just saying, God, would you speak to me praying and just talking to him? And then I would encourage you guys to journal. That's another thing that I do almost every single day is I journal. Journaling helps me decompress. It helps me relieve stress. It helps me process things. And so in my journaling, I like to write my thoughts down. So I'll talk about my day or what's going on in my life, things that I'm nervous about, maybe things I'm anxious about, but things that are also really good, things I'm thankful for. Then I will write down prayer requests. So maybe like, you know, God, will you help me um, know what to do in in this next season? God, would you be praying for my friend Alyssa? Like I'll always write down prayer for people and then prayers for my own life and it's really cool because when you journal you get to look back and you'll get to see the prayers that God has answered or not answered but a lot of the times like I've seen God answer my prayers it may not have been right in that moment or that year but throughout the next couple years I'll look back and I'll be like wow God really was listening like that was amazing and so just know he hears you write it down it helps kind of track that then I write down sometimes my goals of like God I you know I want to in the next month do this so one of my goals right now is to mentor someone and that's now happening and I'm really really excited so I wrote I wrote that goal down at the beginning of this year so now I can look back and be like yay I did it so write down your goals write down things that you want to do by the end of the year and then lastly, within journaling, I just try to be honest. I write journal. I, I really try to be like, this is how I'm feeling. Even if it's hard to say it, I don't want to admit it. it. Journaling should be a safe space for you. So I just recommend just journaling just a little bit, even if it's just writing down things you're thankful for that day. Start small. Again, start small until it grows to something massive. Okay, another habit that I do is I create timers for myself quite a bit. And so, and doing screen time. So screen time, if you guys don't know, it's basically blocking certain apps on your phone until a certain time frame. So for me, I have uh, all social media blocked on my phone from 10 p.m. to 9 a.m., which I don't practice perfectly because social media is part of my job. It's really hard for me not to be on it a lot of the times, but it does help me at least manage it a little bit so that if the notification keeps popping up, it reminds me, okay, I need to get off my phone. I need to get off my phone. So I do recommend doing screen time for sure. And then timers. So I've learned as a productivity hack that timers help a lot. Sometimes I think what we'll do is we'll sit down and we'll be like, okay, I'm going to do this thing for an hour. And you like, have this really big grand plan in your mind and then you're you end up just sitting there and then you're distracted and unfocused and it's only been like 20 minutes and that's all your brain has at that moment so again instead of creating an hour-long timer create one that's 15 minutes I'm gonna sit and journal for 15 minutes that's actually what I do when I am reading in the morning and journaling in the morning I'm a very distracted person like my brain cannot slow down I honestly wonder if I have ADHD like I'm not even kidding because I really, really struggle to focus in a lot of the ways. So I'll create a timer for myself for 30 minutes. I'll throw my phone across the room. And until that 30 minutes is up, I will continue to read and journal. Even when I'm working, I will do that. I'll say, you know what? I'm just going to create a timer for 20 minutes and I'm going to do this. And even for like laundry, even for like cleaning, whatever, like I have to create a timer. And even if it's like 10 minutes, you can start with 10 minutes and then assess again when the 10 minutes is up, then you can be like, oh, I actually feel kind of good. So now I'm going to keep going another 10 minutes versus doing an hour where you're like, oh my gosh, this feels so long. Start small again and then keep adding more and more and more if you can. So I do timers quite a bit and it just kind of helps block off a little mental space in your brain to be like, it's only 10 minutes. 
Part of today's episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens, and I'm really excited to be working with them because I just believe so much into this company. If you don't know what Athletic Greens is, it is a supplement that you guys can just take every single morning. Um, You just take one delicious scoop of AG1, which is their product, and you just put it in about eight ounces of water and drink it in the morning, and it just comes with so many benefits. I started taking AG1 because I am very, very big into health. I take my supplements. I like to work out. I like to be healthy. And so I started taking it because with just one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right Also, if you guys are worried, like, okay, what about the pricing? Well, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Also, Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him over $100 a day. So he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. So right now it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient and daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash healthy. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash healthy to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Check it out. Part of today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. And I'm really excited to be working with them because I actually just signed up myself for BetterHelp. And I'm excited because I have my first meeting with my counselor next week. So if you're wondering what BetterHelp is, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And I think counseling is just so, so vital and important. Like I'm going through a crazy season in my life right now. I am feeling a little overwhelmed. I have a lot of change coming up. And that's kind of why I wanted just to talk with someone. And even if you're a believer or a Christian, you can find someone that's a Christian as well, which is just so, so amazing. So if you're feeling burned out or tired or you're like, I'm struggling and I, I have people DM me all the time with these things, I really, really recommend it to you guys. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, which I can confirm. So just so you guys know, my Happy and Healthy listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash healthy. That's betterhelp.com. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash healthy. So make sure you guys check that out. Get that 10% off. You guys are going to love it and check out BetterHelp. Another like habit that I do a lot, and I think it's not even really a habit, but it's more of a productivity hack. And I've noticed that this has helped me quite a bit um, in like when I'm journaling or reading or working or writing or whatever um, is I put on a lot of instrumental music. And so the reason why I do that is I notice when I'm journaling or reading or whatever, when I, I need something that really requires my full brain attention and all my brain capacity I can't have something distracting me in the background. So if I'm journaling and I can hear worship music in the background and I hear the words, my brain starts going to the worship music and I'm start singing along and blah, blah, blah. Next thing I know, I'm like, what have I, what have I even been journaling or typing? Or I notice I'm just sitting there stagnant and my fingers aren't moving because I've been listening to the worship music like the whole time. And I've been paying attention to the words instead of doing my actual work. So As a productivity hack, I just recommend listening to instrumental music, whether that's classical music, lo-fi music, 
uh, instrumental worship music like William Augusto or even just instrumental versions of Christian songs. But my personal favorite is lo-fi music. I am a lo-fi girly. Like, let me tell you. I, like, I'll go on YouTube and I'll type in, like, lo-fi chill music. And it's, like, these super vibey videos that they show on Instagram or, I mean, sorry, on YouTube. And it's, like, people, like, sitting at coffee shops with their coffee. And there's, like, I don't know. They're really cheesy but kind of cute. There's, like, a cat in the background. There's, like, rain. And it's, like, this vibey coffee shop. I don't know why. It puts me in a mood. I'm, like, light the candles, dim the lights, get the coffee, and put on lo-fi. And I am just, like, I'm cracking my knuckles and I'm, like, Let's get to work, baby. So lo-fi music does it for me. It like stimulates this part of my brain. I don't know how to explain it, but I love it. So find what that is for you that creates uh, more productivity and creates less havoc in your brain so that you can focus on one project. And so I really recommend that. I do that quite a bit when I'm really just trying to focus and hunker down on something, lo-fi music or instrumental music. Okay, another habit that I do is planning out my workouts. So these are all like things within my day, daily routine. So like I said, I do my morning routine and then I go to my my workout. So my workouts normally are at 8 a.m. or 8.15 or 9 or 9.30, just depends on the day. But what I like to do is I know when I'm going to work out. I've talked about this. So I do now go to this gym where I have a trainer, but we do group sessions and we meet either on Tuesday, Thursdays or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but... I ask him on Sunday, hey, when are we working out? So he'll let me know, hey, Tuesdays are 8 a.m. So then because I know those are on 8 a.m., I know, okay, I need to do my own workouts on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So the night before, I will plan out what classes I'm going to do. And then Wednesday, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go do a workout class. And then Friday, I know I'm going to walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes on an incline. So I know in my brain what I'm going to do. It's not helpful for me to just show up the day of and be like, what am I doing? So if you need to do a workout class, do it. And I recommend booking a class or having something hold you accountable or incentivize you to want to go, whether that's money on a line or a friend going with you and you don't want to disappoint your friend. Um, incentivizations are going to help you a lot. Stick to habits if you know that there is something on the line or something that you potentially are losing if you do not complete that task. So I always plan that out and I make sure to be active at least once a day. So if for some reason I don't make it to workout class or I slept in, I know in the afternoon, okay, I'm going to walk on the treadmill. I'm going to I'm going to go on a walk or something. And something that I like to do too is that if I am struggling to find time that day, I like to combine different tasks at once. And I know a lot of people do this. So I will walk on the treadmill while answering emails or posting a brand deal or talking to my team or whatever I need to do. I will just combine the two tasks at once instead of just sitting around you know, just sitting on my butt all day long. I'm like, why not do something productive while working? So I just try to plan that out as much as possible. Okay, number six, and it's funny because I made this YouTube video with talking about these hacks, and I didn't realize that I did most of these until I filmed the video. And I was like, wow, this is kind of interesting. So um, that's kind of why I was led and led to want to do this podcast. So Number six is I cook before going out and I also create bulk meals and I make my meals easy. So this is just going into food. So this is kind of like three in one within this one category. So number one within this is I cook before going out. So a, a lot of times I like to work at coffee shops. I'm editing videos, editing TikToks, I'm writing, I'm doing whatever. I work at coffee shops quite a bit. 
But I know that sometimes coffee shops don't have either the healthiest meals or the most nutritionally dense meals or meals that are going to make me feel good or that are going to be catered towards my goals or have less sugar. So I find myself that if I go to a coffee shop hungry, I'm going to crave a sugary drink. I'm going to crave a sugary snack. And those meals aren't going to satiate me and keep me fulfilled and satisfied. So I'm going to keep getting more and more and more. And I'm going to just end up consuming 500 calories with a meal that actually didn't satisfy me and that probably wasn't the healthiest for me and didn't have as many nutrients as I would have liked. So what I do is I eat nutritionally dense meals before going. So that could look like having a carb, a protein, and a fat. And so what I do like to do is I'll create like a chicken and then I'll get a microwavable broccoli. I'll microwave that broccoli for like three minutes and then I will get like a like a protein or a carb, like a microwavable um rice from like Trader Joe's and that will be my meal that will keep me full and so the more protein you have the better that'll keep you fuller longer and that way when I go to the coffee shop I'm not craving sugary things because I've gone full and I bring a water bottle with me and then I know okay I'm just gonna get a cup of coffee so I'm not craving the sugariest item on the menu because I know myself I like sugar so I will always cook before going out to avoid overeating or binging or craving something sugary While I'm cooking, I will always just cook in bulk. So I know a lot of people do meal prepping. I wouldn't necessarily call mine meal prepping, but it could be similar to that. I just cook in bulk. So I will get a pack of like four chicken breasts and I'll just cook them all at once. Oddly, what I used to do before is I would just cook one for that day or that meal and then the rest would sit in the refrigerator. No, we're not doing that anymore. Instead, what I like to do now, I cook them all at once. And then I will just season them, flavor them, cook them, and then stick the rest in the refrigerator. And they're good to go for the week. So, again, what you want to do when you are cooking or you have a busy schedule or whatever is you want to make things easy. You want to choose the path of least resistance. The greater the friction, the less likely the habit. And so I know if I want to eat healthy and stay on track with that, I want to make it easy for myself. So making easy meals, sticking to the same meals I know that work, meals that I like, meals that are quick, meals that I can just quickly stick in the microwave, cook on the stove really fast, and I cook them in bulk. So a lot of times I make rice for the week or I'll make vegetables for the week or I'll make chicken for the week. So when I'm on a having a really busy day, then I just know, okay, I could just stick this microwave, this chicken in the in this rice. Uh, did I say that? Yeah, the broccoli, the chicken, and the rice, stick it in the microwave, microwave it, and I'm good to go, and I'm ready, and then I can go right back to work. So those are things I didn't really realize that I did until the video, and then I was like, oh, wow, I do that. I do do that. (laughs) So um, I thought that was really, really helpful, and hopefully you guys can check that out as well. I do think I'm going to do a healthy, quick recipes on my YouTube channel soon, so stay tuned for that. So the next habit that I want to talk about is water because water is just absolutely essential. As we all know, everyone talks about it, but it's because it's really important. So one of the habits that I do is trying to drink a lot of water. Now, this is an area where I am trying to grow in because naturally I want to drink more coffee than I do water, which is an issue. We are well aware we're working on it. So some habits that I do and things that I try to do is I bring a water bottle with me. If you guys are watching YouTube video, you can see I have my 30-ounce Stanley cup. It has a straw, and and that's, like, my favorite way to drink is with, like, a straw versus having to, like, pour it into my mouth. So this makes it easy for me. So, again, you want to make your habits easy. So carrying it around is easy for me. Having a cup and a mug that I like makes it easy for me. Bring that around. Bring one that you like. That's cute. 
But also, I find that sometimes I don't enjoy, like, just plain water. So one of my sponsors for my podcast is actually Water Drop, and I've talked about them before. And this isn't sponsored right now, but I partnered with them before because you just get this, like, cute little tablet, and you just stick it in your water, and it adds flavor. And that encourages me to want to drink more water, like, so much more water because it tastes good. And they're only five calories, and they all have, like, vitamins and benefits in them and nutrients. So definitely check that out because that actually makes me want to drink more water. So, again, you want to make it easy for yourself, find ways to make it easy for yourself to want to do the things that you're doing. So that's what I do. Carry it around with me at all times. I like ice cold water. I add a little bit of flavor in there. Nothing too crazy. Nothing with sugar. I don't want any added sugars in there. And I will just try to drink at least like two or three of these a day. This is 30 ounces. So it's hard to do for me, but I do my best. Okay, another thing that I think is part of a happy and healthy habit is just Knowing when you need a break, knowing when you need a a little lull, you need a moment of silence, you need to step away. I think that's really important just to know your cues, know your body cues, your mental cues. When you feel like you're starting to become burnt out or de- or depressed or sad or um, like something's just feeling off or like you've been going for too long. So I do try to take note of those. And the problem for me is that as I'm getting older, I'm noticing that I want to withdraw more and more, which is very weird because that was not me at all. I was the most social butterfly queen every single night. I would be doing literally something social every single night and I'm like how did you do that are you okay like do you need to talk to someone probably so um now I just know that I need to at least take one to two nights off per week by myself that could be me you know watching a movie with Maddie or just honestly going for a walk and then watching a movie and going to bed or reading a book like I know for my healthiness and happiness I need to take a night off. So listen to your body when you need to do that. Um, I did take off one night this past week, and I was really excited. I literally just sat at home with Maddie, and we watched a movie and cooked dinner together. And that, like, recharged me. So that is just a habit you need to do throughout the week of just knowing when you need to be around people again and then knowing when you need to be alone in solitude. But you need to find a balance. I don't think it's good to swing to either side of the pendulum. I think we are meant to be in a constant rhythm of being with people and not being with people. And so just know that for yourself, but then also know like when you would need to talk to someone, when you are starting to feel maybe um, sad or low or disappointed in yourself or you're starting to believe lies or whatever, that's when you can talk to a therapist or a mentor or a parent or a friend or something. But it's important to, to do that often. Know when you are journaling and you're more sad than normal or you're more anxious than normal. And that's when you need to be like, okay, I need to talk to someone. So whether that's counseling or whatever, you need to do that. And, and for me, work-wise, I can tend to swing towards the over uh, overachiever side where I want to constantly strive. I want to be hustling. I want to work. I want to achieve. I want to complete my goals to where it can be sometimes a little unhealthy. So I need to know when to take breaks, which is why I will be taking a break at the beginning of a holiday season for this podcast because I know myself and I'm already starting to get a little burnt out. And so I know that I need a good ebb and flow in there. And so taking cues of those when you start to feel a little burned out or a little lackluster or a little uninspired or like you're, you know, feel like you're not really uh, wanting to do the things like you normally want to do, then that's when you kind of need to be like, okay, something's a little off. So I just think that's a good routine to just check in with yourself a lot of the times and process with people and know when to ask for help and talk to someone. 
Okay, another thing that I like to do daily is just create environments for success. So that means like removing distractions and providing a an environment that provides ultimate focus. So removing cues that would be distracting. So for example, when I'm writing or I'm prepping for a podcast or I'm just trying to be focused, I do notice that at home, it's really hard for me to focus because honestly, home is a lot of work for me. There's a lot of blurred lines here. It's hard to sometimes find the separation between work life and normal life and just real life because a lot of that can be very blurred and inundated with the just the stat the um the state of my job. Thank you. I'm like, what was I trying to say? With the state of my job. And so um, sometimes leaving my home and going to a coffee shop creates a different environment for me to be like, okay, now this is work. This is not playtime. This is not organize your closet, clean your room, make a meal, snack more. It's more just creating a boundary for myself mentally of like, I'm at a coffee shop. This means for an hour, two hours, I'm here to work. And an environment like a coffee shop helps me understand in my brain, this means work. Sometimes at home, I have a hard time differentiating that. And so even if I am at home, then I try to find an environment for that as well. That might be me sitting in my little chair, lighting a candle, putting on the lo-fi music, getting the coffee, setting a timer and being like, okay, for 30 minutes, I'm going to work. So you need to find things that help create an environment. So I don't know what that is for you, but for me, it's those things and removing cues. So for example, if a cue for you would be, you see the remote And the remote means, oh, TV, I want to watch a TV show. A TV show means I get to binge. And then a binging means I'm like, you know, uh, feeling good about myself for a little bit because I watched a show and I'm getting to escape my problems. If that's what that means, you need to remove the remote or you need to go to a different room. And so um, that's why I don't like to work from home a lot of the times because I see a lot of cues or I'll see a lot of food and I want to over snack. And so you want to create an environment that sets you up for ultimate success. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense of just creating an environment that creates ultimate success. So just finding what that means for you, removing distractions, making it cozy for you, whether that's getting a candle, getting a comfy chair, a good space that just really helps you want to increase your productivity. The next thing that I do is that, again, I didn't realize I really did this, but I do. And it's called habit stacking, but I also don't know if that's the proper um, actual like word or adverb or adjective exactly what I'm describing. Um, But... What I'm describing it as is you do something you don't want to do with something you do want to do. And I think there is something like that called an atomic habits. I think that is what it's called uh, habit stacking. But also the way that he describes it is that you want to do something. So, okay, let me read again what he wrote because it's helpful. Basically what you're doing is after or before a current habit that you do, you will add in the new habit that you want to do. For example, after I pour my cup of coffee each morning, which is something you want to do, I will meditate for one minute. After I take off my work shoes, I will immediately change into my workout clothes. After I sit down, I will say one thing I'm grateful for that happened today. After I get into bed, I will give my partner a kiss. These are his examples. I don't have a partner. (laughs) I didn't write that. After I put on my running shoes, I will text a friend or a family member where I am running and how long it will take. So you're basically pairing a current habit you already have with something that is new that you want to start doing more consistently And so for me, what I like to do is I actually like to pair um, something that I'm already doing with something that I don't really want to do, but it's helpful. For example, while I'm doing laundry, I don't really like to do laundry, but while I'm doing laundry, I'll watch a YouTube video or I will learn something. I'll listen to a podcast or I will put on a YouTube video that teaches me something. But basically you're pairing something you don't really want to do with something you do want to do. And so I do that a lot. Well, like, well, like I said, well, I'm cleaning or laundry or maybe I'm going on a walk. I'm just pairing 
things that I find beneficial or that that are going towards my personal growth or things I want to learn or things that I just enjoy with something I don't want to do. So I do that quite a bit actually. And that does help me kind of get the things that I don't want to do done faster because I'm more associating them with something that is pleasurable and enjoyable that I'm also liking and receiving something beneficial from it. And so James Clear talks about that a lot and I do that quite a bit. And so um, he kind of talks about this in the habit stacking thing. He says, The reason why habit stacking works so well is that your current habits are already built into your brain. You have patterns and behaviors that have been strengthened over years. By linking your new habits to a cycle that is already built into your brain, you you make it more likely that you will stick to the new behavior. So that's kind of his reasoning behind that. So this is actually one of the last habits that I do. I'm trying to think if I do anything else, but these are like more what I'm saying of just like daily daily habits, but I do think these are hopefully beneficial to you guys. So another thing that I like to do is just reading before bed. And so um, just remembering that I know it's hard with our phones. Like we're all so addicted. I know I'm on my phone all the time too. Again, the screen time, I turn that off. I turn off like my social media at 10 PM. I definitely still do scroll, but I'll only allow myself like 15 minutes. When I do scroll, I hit that 15 minute button. But before bed, I try to put my phone away because I know it's important to not be staring at a screen before you go to sleep. It definitely does affect my dreams and my sleep. And so what I'll do is I'll put on instrumental music again, like I said, put my phone away, and then I will read. And again, if I didn't journal or pray that morning or whatever, then that's when I do it before bed instead. But you definitely want to do something that is just kind of winding down your brain. You're not staring at a screen. You're not consuming. You're not comparing. You're not doing all the things. You're not scrolling. Um, You're just focusing on a book, and your brain is starting to kind of wind down, and you're processing differently. I just think it's so much more beneficial for you to be doing that before bed rather than scrolling on Instagram or TikTok. And so, yes, I definitely recommend that. It's just reading a chapter from a book before bed or journaling or praying or reading or something before bed and just really getting off your phone and not staring at the blue light because the blue light from your phones or computers, those definitely do contribute to poor sleep. And so just know that. But I think everyone knows that by this point, hopefully. And so, again, even if it's just a chapter, even if it's a couple pages from a book or you're just reading something or just journaling or writing down things that you're thankful for, I think it's just good to get off your phone. So I don't do that perfectly, but it is something that I definitely try to do. And yeah, so those are actually just some of my daily healthy and happy, happy, that is not a word, daily happy and healthy habits that I like to do. And you guys can check out the YouTube video where you can kind of see that more in action of what I do. Um, I'm sure there's more that I do, but I can't think of them. And I also do not do these perfectly, but usually in a day, that's kind of what it looks like is doing that type of stuff. It does take years of discipline, but again, a little bit of discipline goes a long way. And so be proud of yourself for the small wins that you're doing, the small successes that you're doing. Don't beat yourself up if you do fail a little bit or if you do backtrack a little bit. Pick yourself back up. The sooner you can pick yourself back up, the better. Yesterday's mistakes can always be corrected and you can redo them today and start over today. Don't let yesterday's mistakes prevent you from doing the right thing today. And so just knowing that you can always start over again. And just even in your faith, you know, like if you are struggling to pray daily or read the Bible daily or you're feeling bad or you committed a sin the other day or you made a mistake or you mess up again, just know that there is grace for you. God still loves you. You're not, you know, too dirty, too far gone, too messed up to be redeemed or to be loved again or to be received back into his arms. Just know he's always waiting for you and he loves you and he just wants you to come to him and let him 
clean you up because that's what he does. You know, he really does clean us up that in ways that we could never clean ourselves up. And I realized that I would try to clean myself up in so many ways and just try to do everything in my own strength. And we don't have to do that. That's the beautiful thing is like, we don't have to do it all in our own strength. We do have God there for us to help us in that. And so just know you can always run to him and ask him, God, help me. I need help to do this. I need more discipline. I need more self-control. And so um, just remember that 1% increase is 1% increase. It could amount and lead to something massive the more you do it. So I really do really recommend checking out his book and then also checking out my Healthy Habits Habits podcast that does talk more in-depth about this of how to create these habits. I hope this helped you guys out in just winning the day and being successful. Um, That's kind of what I do is I just try to stick to these. I love a good routine. Um, I don't beat myself up if I don't do it perfectly, but for the most part, I really do like to have a good routine. Go to bed at a certain time, wake up at a certain time, crush the day. And if I, again, I'm listening to my body and I know my body is like, I'm tired. Like right now, after this podcast, I know I'm tired. Like my brain does feel a little bit fried right now, which is why I'm starting to stumble over my words a little bit. I know I need to just sit on the couch for a little bit and just veg because today has been quite a day. So I know I'm listening to my body. I need to have a little bit of downtime before I go back out there and I become social. So listen to your body. Anyway, Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope this was really beneficial to you guys. I'm very curious on the podcast, um, Instagram, what habits that you guys do, what are habits that you want to implement after hearing this podcast. Um, And I want to hear how how are you guys successful? How are ways that you're happy and healthy? What are things that you like to do that you find that are helpful for you as well? So we'll do a post on that. I'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Um, Let me know what other episodes you guys want coming up in the future. We will be taking a break most likely around November 1st or November 15th. So just to keep in mind of that because I am just a little run down and I need to focus on this other project that I'm doing right now. Um, But this podcast has been such a blessing. Thank you guys so much for um, just tuning in every single week, sharing this, this podcast. This podcast has seen crazy amounts of growth and success this past year. It's been such a blessing. I mean, almost every single piece of our merch sold out minus like some of some of the sizes, but everything sold out, which was just so, so crazy. And I'm just so thankful. Thank you guys for tuning in and being a part of this podcast and just supporting me, sharing them. I always want to reshare these and hear y'all's thoughts. So thank you guys so much. Um, I will see you guys again next Tuesday for another episode with a guest, but until then, Stay happy and healthy. Love y'all so much. See you next Tuesday. Bye, y'all. Yeah.